Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. So with me today, you guys, I've got another one of our real estate agents in our coaching program. She's got an awesome story. I promise you're going to be uh, inspired after you hear uh, this agent and, and what she's gone through and how she got her first listing with inside of her first 90 days as a real estate agent. With me today, I've got Joni Colburn. Joni, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to jump right into it because I think you know, after people get to know you a little bit on this video interview, uh, they will be inspired to take action in their own business. And so why don't we start off with, you know, what led you to real estate in the first place? Oh, gosh. Well, like I was starting to kind of tell you that I, I, long story short, I played basketball at USC, right? I was an athlete. I was really driven. I'm a type A personality and did well at SC, got offered to play professionally, turned it down, um, to start what I thought was pursuing business. I got a business degree there. I had a great job offer and was going to go that direction. And then all of a sudden I just visited my alma mater and they happened to just fire the coach. They needed a basketball coach. Joni, will you step in and coach for our team? And I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. And then I ended up falling in love with the kids, falling in love with coaching, which I never thought I would get into. And so I, I, I ended up coaching, ended up teaching and did that for a number of years. And then I got recruited to college, coach at college and teach at the college. And then I met my husband, fell in love, did the whole, had started to have kids thing. And then I decided, we decided as a family that I was going to stay home and raise our two daughters. And so we were doing great living the life here in Southern California. I mean, we had a beautiful home. We just had upgraded like a hundred thousand dollars in our kitchen. It was just a beautiful home. I was living the life. And then all of a sudden the day after Christmas, my husband was diagnosed with stage four melanoma cancer. And mm. at the time he was our sole breadwinner. He had his own business, mm. very successful. And it just turned our world upside down. And so long story short, we moved back East for him to be in an experimental treatment. And I knew that I had to step up. Even we had a six and a nine-year-old our girls were at the time. And I had to make money for our family. We actually ended up moving in with his parents in Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, which is a beautiful place if you got to move somewhere, right? But um, yeah, it is. it's just my world got turned upside down. I mean, needless to say. And I started a boot camp there. I was myself doing a boot camp here. It was a kind of a franchise thing. And I ended up starting one there. And God just blessed it in five years. I was the best place to work out in Hilton Head, got voted, all mm. these things, receiving all these awards, had huge accolades in it. And then all of a sudden, Reebok Prospect came into town and they kind of heard about me and they ended up acquiring my business. And I was able to sell off my business and it gave us enough money um, for us to move back to Southern California. As meantime, my husband was getting better and that's a whole another long story, but by the grace of God, he's doing well today and um, was healed from this experimental treatment that he got in. So we moved back wow. to Southern California. I had all this experience, kind of started finally my own business, had success, um, loved it. And then we were back here. My girls were a little bit older and um, I, I just default, I went back into teaching and I was finding, I just wasn't satisfied anymore in that. And I was like, you know, my kids were getting where they were going to be off to college. And I was like, what am I going to do with my life? Right. And my husband, again, started being successful, what he does, but I was like, I need to contribute. I have a brain. I have abilities. I want to give back to the world. I want to make a difference. And I had always loved the idea of real estate. I don't know if it intimidated me or whatever, but it just, 
And then God kind of started putting people in my path to just, you know, different ways to encourage me about it. And, and then when the whole COVID thing hit last year, it kind of sped up my progress that we were at home and I had started doing the classes and all that. But then when we were locked down, I was just delved into it like anybody's business and just shot through it. And so I got my license kind of late last year. Um, but again, being here in California, things were shut down to a, I mean, so big time, like you couldn't do hardly yeah. anything. So I was just felt like I was kind of like a cage lion ready to like, let me go. And um, so anyway, so, as, but then I found you, so I hear I'm on YouTube. I'm just trying to learn, be the student. Right. And, and all of a sudden when I found you, I was like, this guy is the real deal. And I had purchased another coaching program that I spent so much money for. I didn't want to think about and I was so disappointed because it wasn't, I don't know, I just, it didn't give me what I wanted. It wasn't the style that I wanted, whatever. And so when I met you, Brennan, I was just like, this guy is the man. Like, I just think so much oh. of you <laughs> and you were such a gift to me and sorry. Um, That's so okay. Anyway, I mean, I feel, yeah, sorry. I love it. I mean, cause I, I really, really, you know, I really care about you too. And I feel like we've got a connection and I love the time that we spent together so far. And I just want to see you do so well in this business because you're such a good human being that you have so much to offer people. And um, that's why I'm so excited to kind of share this with you. So I get it. It's emotional that you've been through so much. Um, and so you transition into real estate, you get your license late 2020. Uh, COVID kind of had us all, you know, weird. We were all kind of shut down. Uh, I want to kind of talk through, I, I would love to have a whole conversation about playing college basketball. Let me I just know. ask you, did your girls play basketball at all? You know what? Um, they did a little bit. My daughter and my youngest daughter is a freshman playing volleyball for UCI here. And so they kind of awesome. went the volleyball route. They played a little bit of basketball yeah. and um, they probably could have been good in it. I think they always felt like they were in my shadow you know how kids like they yeah. want to pave their own path, right? So they got into volleyball yeah. and my youngest has done really well. So she got a full ride herself at a college. So she's doing great. But very cool. Yeah, it was fun. yeah, it makes sense. So so let's talk about the first thing. I think um in my experience, Joni, people have like this big sticker shock when they get into the business because they have all these expectations of what they believe real estate to be, you know, the excitement leading up to getting your license. There's a lot of thoughts. There's a lot of excitement. Um, do you remember that feeling? And then right when you first got started, like, oh, wow, what, what did I get myself into? Do you remember totally. that time, Frank? Can you talk through that? Totally, Brandon. You are so right on there. Because I remember going through a thing and you were like, um, people think, oh, as soon as you get into real estate, your friends are just going to pick up the phone and say, Joni, sell my house, right? And that's, yeah. that's not, the, everybody listening to me, that is not happen. It does not happen. And you sit there and you're like waiting for people just to call you and it doesn't happen. And when you're so new, it's like a fire hose. There's so much coming at you and you're trying to absorb so much information and it's so overwhelming. And that's what I've loved about your program too, Brandon, because you just walk us through it and the whole, you know, just start with a preview appointment, just, just get in the game, right? Like just Put yourself yeah. out there. And I love that because I there I had that um creative avoidance that you call. I really did. Like yeah. I felt like I was learning and I was, right? There's there's some good to that. But it's like I was just like, oh, I just need to keep learning before I can get out there. And that's not the case. You just need to go wherever you're at and put yourself out there. And you may fail, you may totally suck, 
but that's how you learn. Like you say, the learning is in the doing and I cannot stress that enough. Like I, you know, just scared of getting on the phone, right? Like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to yeah. feel so stupid. I'm not going to say the wrong thing, but then it's your mindset. It's just get over it. Like I, I just yeah. remember telling myself like, okay, well they can't see me anyway. So if I make complete idiot myself, I can worst case, just hang up and it's over. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, and so exactly. You just have to get over that fear of feeling stupid of feeling like you didn't say everything perfectly. And I still don't, I'm still learning, but it's just the mindset of like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to put myself out there and fail forward. And when you get, when you just believe in that and just go through the process of that, you find all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm a little bit better. Oh, I'm a little bit better. Oh, this felt a little bit more comfortable or, Oh, and then, and then you start having those little wins that just start building on each other. And that's how you start having that success. Right. So it's not being scared right. to just do it, just do it. I love it. You yeah. know, it's so funny. I, um, I, I grew up playing basketball as well. And I, oh, you, you know, there's, so there's a lot of correlation. Yeah. There's a lot of correlations to, you know, what we go through to build a real estate sales business and what we go through in athletics and yeah. in basketball, it's like the first time you get to the free throw line and all your team's looking at you and all the people in the stands are looking at you. And it's like, Ooh, and it's like, you just got to shoot, you know, yeah. your free throw percentage is going to be not very good, but then you just keep shooting and you keep shooting and you feel like you can, you can feel it. You can yep. feel it, the flick in your wrist. You can feel that feeling leaving the, the ball, leaving your hand. And then over time, you know exactly when that ball leaves your hand, whether it's going to go in or not. Would Absolutely. you agree? Absolutely. Yep. And Absolutely. so it's the same thing with sales. You know, just yeah. it takes some time to find your comfort level, take some time to get over some fear and some insecurities. And then you start to find this little groove and you say, okay, when I say it like that, I get such a better result from the consumer. So yeah. you, 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 you get your license, you get through this like sticker shock to say, okay, my friends aren't calling me. I know they love me, but no one's calling me. So yeah. you've got to figure out how to go out there and start getting business. So before you and I met, what were you trying to do or what did that look like before you and I started working together? To be honest with you, I was just calling maybe my sphere. I didn't buy any yeah. leads. I didn't, I was just trying to process and understand what is this whole real estate thing about? Like just, just trying to wrap what my mind around it, eat the elephant, you know? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you real quick before I forget, what, what do you, how would you define real estate? Like to somebody that's not in the business, I'm curious, what words would you use? Like what kind of it's business is it? Outbound sales business, Brandon. <laughs> I love it. Outbound sales business, my friend. It is not sit and wait by your phone for all the sweet people to call you. No. You really believe that, right? Like you believe oh like the only way you're going to make it happen is if you go play offense. If you sit back and play defense, you're just, you're not going to do anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, let me say this too. One of the things I loved about your, um, your physical domination program you, you had a, a, a portal in there, or maybe it was just in the, the coaching part or something, but it was the, I think it was the millionaire's mindset or something like that, but yeah. you talked about, and I kind of mentioned this to you before you talked about how, like, just set your mind and know that prospecting sucks, that it's going to totally be lonely, that you're going to fail most of the time in it, that you are going to feel like you're not going to feel like doing it. And just all these things like 
just know what you're getting into. Like if you can pound through that pain and pound through that, like, you know, um, rejection and just like all of that loneliness, especially like I had mentioned you too, with COVID, like not being able to go into the office. I'm such a social person. I love being with people. And, you know, I have my husband, my kids are gone now. So I just now a new empty nester and I've had withdrawals. Like I'm like, I need people in my life. And, and, um, and so sitting there calling people that are constantly telling, you no or hanging up on you or whatever, that was really, really hard. And, and I had to, I had to find that within me, like almost like I had to, when I was an athlete or when we were fighting cancer as a family or I, for boot camp, I was up at four 30 every morning for five years straight. I mean, talk about discipline. Mm. I had to right. dig deep and find that discipline in my life that had those muscles that I had created that probably gotten kind of soft. Now I had to go back there and find that within me to say, you know what, even though I don't feel like doing this, even though it hurts, it sucks. I'm going to pound through the pain because Brandon tells me and everybody tells me that the light is on the other side. If I can just keep pounding through the crap. Right. And so that knowing, I think that expectation of that helped me when I was going through that realize, okay, they warned me of this, this is coming. I get it. Like, okay, so I'm just going to get myself through this and then I'm going to start seeing some light. And that's exactly what happened. And it's, it's, I still don't like really prospecting, but it, right. It's, there is good. If you just pound through it and just stick with it, you will see the light and you'll start getting again, those wins. And you've, and we're going to talk through that. We're going to unpack the wins in a second, but I want to stay right here. This is perfect. So you coming from an athletic background and you coached and you owned a boot camp franchise coaching people through their health and fitness. A lot of that, would you agree that it has to do with mindset first? Oh, Brandon, 100%. It's all what's in between your ears. I mean, absolutely. And it's being disciplined individual. And it starts with the little things like, you know, taking care of your body or being able to get up when you need to get up or whatever in life. It's just learning how to be a disciplined individual. And it's it's something we all struggle. Like it's just a constant because our flesh wants to do what it wants to do. It wants to just feel comfortable and whatever. And we have to say, no, I, my mind's going to, it doesn't matter what I feel like I'm going to do this because I know it's the right thing to do. And then the results come and the success comes from it. And I think that's what separates the winners from the losers, right? If they can be disciplined enough to do what they need to do, regardless of how they feel, that's how you become a winner in whatever area of life. Right. So it's exactly right. And you're, you are nailing it right now. And I guess the question I have, Joni, is, you know, I believe people can accept that when it comes to athletics, health, fitness, diet. They know that on the other side of pain is this reward. They know that they've got to pay this price in order to get to where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and they know that it's going to suck. They know that like, like the, the, the star athlete knows if they stay after practice and shoot a thousand free throws every single day, they don't want to, but they do it anyways. How come when they get into real estate that all of that common sense just gets lost? They, they forget that of course, this is going to be hard. Of course, you're not going to be good at it. Yeah. Of course, it's yeah. going to suck. Where's the, where's the disconnect? I don't know. I, that's a great question. I, I don't know. Yeah. But 
there, there is totally a connection to it. It's the same thing. And probably not only in real estate, yeah. in any area of life, like anything, you know, anything, anything in anything. Yeah. And it just seems, you know, I haven't figured it out either. I just, it, it's so interesting that people from their past life, they understand what we're talking about, but then as soon as they get into sales and we start asking them to prospect, they kind of like forget that it's, you know, it's going to be difficult. So, so think, you, you're pushing. Be, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, maybe no, no, I want to hear you say this. Kind of, I was going to say maybe a couple of factors are like, you've kind of mentioned too, is like, you know, the TV shows and stuff, like they make it look so easy to sell real estate. And it, that's just not the case. There's so much work yeah. into it and so much, as we know, planning and being good at sales and all everything. So I think that, that people, you know, their perception maybe going is just what they've seen on TV, HGTV, whatever. Um, and then again, I think maybe they just, I don't know, they just think it's easier than it is. And maybe you're right. That's a, that's an interesting concept. I, yeah. I think you're nailing. I think it is about people's expectations, not knowing, like, like, here's a great example. And then I want to get your thoughts on this. You knew that when you went to go play college basketball at USC, that it was not going to be easy. Like you didn't know, you didn't need anybody to tell you that, right? You didn't need your parents. You didn't need your friends. Joni knew, I mean, she was going to have to pay a price to play college basketball. But in real estate, I think you're right. That's really, they don't have that expectation. They think it's going to be easy. But then when they get into it and they get that sticker shock, maybe that's what it is, is like, it's not known that this business is so hard. And if you did, maybe less people would get in. And maybe when you got in, you wouldn't ha have so much sticker shock, maybe. Yeah. And I think too, there's so much competition and you don't really know that until yeah. you maybe, I don't know if you do or not, but for me being out here in Southern California, the, the buyers oh, yeah. are so savvy. The real estate agents are so savvy. I mean, I got a dude in my market that put together, I was watching this video that he put together. It's like a James Bond video. He must've spent 10 wow. grand on this video. I'll have to share it with you sometime. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, he just sold a $21 million house on the cliffs of the, the ocean. Right. Yeah. But, but the people that I feel like I'm competing with, sometimes it can get overwhelming and daunting. I think, Oh my gosh, why, how do I have any place in this? Right. And, yeah, yeah. and, but, but again, I have to go back to, you know what? I need to be in my lane. I need to be Joni. I need to be who God made me to be be the best person I can be in this. Just keep working on my skills. And maybe someday that will be me if that's what I choose to do. But, you know, it's, it's, um, it's definitely not as easy as people think it's doable, yeah. but you just got to have grit and you got to have discipline and you got to have a great coach that tells you how to do it. Because if not, you're just running a miss and you don't really know where you're going. So again, that's why, I mean, anybody that's thinking about coaching, you know, I didn't make a dime yet. And I knew that I needed a coach. And I don't know if that's my athletic background, if that's just from people right, that told right. me, whatever. I was like, I need some guidance. So I don't sit and waste years of my life trying to figure this out when someone's already shown us how to do it, just get in that lane and, and follow that dude. And so I didn't Love need to it. reinvent the wheel because there's successful people like you that are gracious enough to share with us your knowledge that I'm like, why would I I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I need all the help I can get. So I think to get coaching, I mean, I know everyone's financially at different places, but I was blessed enough to be able to, you know, have that capital to say, I'm investing in this in my future and not wasting so much time trying to figure it out, but just follow the path, you know? So. Yeah. I love it. 
That's great. So, so then we start working together. When, when did you actually join the program? Do you remember? Yeah, it was, it was like right at the new year. So right in January. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So let's, let's walk the audience, Joni, you know, through your journey of getting your first listing in, in, in real estate, because you are, you're in Southern California, arguably probably one of the most competitive markets on the planet Absolutely. Seems like everybody in Southern California is a realtor, right? Because of the prices yes. are so high. Yeah. So you got it for sale by owner listing. I want to walk them through step by step, kind of what you did and 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 how you approach the business now, and how you were able to go out there as a brand new agent in Southern California when it's so competitive and get your first listing so fast. So can you kind of walk us through step by step? Yeah, well, I did kind of what you had taught us of just reaching out and that reverse selling method of not, you know, trying to convince the seller to um, have me list their home, but just start building a relationship with them. And it wasn't long in this case, um, it was just within a week. And um, I had set up a preview to go out and meet her. And and we just hit it off. We just hit it off. They just gotten a new puppy and I've trained dogs kind of in the past. So I literally spent like 30 minutes training their dog and working with them with their dog. And just, we just really super connected. I shared with her how I felt like I could help her and, um, and get her top dollar for her money and more than pay for my commission. And um, she took a chance with me. And I, you know, it's one of those things when you're a new agent, you're like, are they going to go look me up and realize that I'm a total rookie and don't know what the heck I'm doing? Right. And, and you know, yeah. but you just got to start somewhere. you got to start somewhere. Right. And I had been calling, I had done previews and actually I had an opportunity for another listing in January. And I know you may kill me for this, but I actually turned it down because, um, and it was like a million and a half dollar listing, Brandon. I know I'm insane, yeah. but this, this couple, was really tricky. And he talked about how he had sued his HOA and done all this. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I don't want to get sued. I don't know. Da, da. And, and they you. told me yeah. that they liked me and wanted to list with me, but I was like, I'm scared of you people. Like I just told yeah, them yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so yeah. I know that's crazy, but, um, but this listing that I've gotten my very first listing has been a dream first listing. I mean, my seller has been amazing. The deal has been fantastic. Like I started to share with you, we sold this sucker in a weekend um, for 40 grand over asking. Um, I got her two months free rent. I mean, just the terms were amazing. Um, it has been so fun getting in the game. I mean, yeah. I just, it, it's, I, I see how people can become deal junkies because the yeah. adrenaline that I've been riding on with this whole thing is just cr- like, I can't sleep. I'm just like, I want to just do more deals. And, and, yeah. uh, and my husband's like, Honey, are you helping them buy a new house? Yes. Helping, helping her buy a new house. I, I think I'm going to sell two of the neighbor's houses. Um, if not wow. right away within the next couple of months, really have a good relationship with them. They're like, yeah, Johnny, when we're ready. And, and so, and they're going to buy too. So, I mean, it can just lead oh, to more phenomenal. and more deals. And, and more seller yeah. or, uh, buyers as well. And so it has been just a great way to springboard me into this business now. And so I still have a ton to learn and I'm so trying to continue to expand my knowledge and, you know, my skills as a salesperson. Um, but I tell you what, something that I really wanted to kind of make sure that I articulate to the viewers is that you, you can only be you, like, don't try to be somebody that you're not. And, and if you really care about people, which I do, and I, I authentically, when I meet somebody, I care about them. I want to help them. And I think that comes yep. through, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it just, if you really care about people, it, 
it'll just, they'll feel that connection in there, you know, because so many salespeople are trying to sell them, right? And they just, yeah, it's such a turnoff. And when you just say, can I, I add, can I, I add know. this? Yeah, that's right. So, so you, I felt that this first time I met you is how much you care. You know, that's how we started off the interview. You have so much to give. And the thing is, this is why I always tell people, it's not about the script. It's yeah. not about any of that. It is how we make them feel, which will be the reason they hire you. And that is exactly what you've experienced. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they hired Joni because of how much compassion empathy. They, they believe that they can trust her, that she's, that, that she would do what she said she would do. This is the seller. It wasn't because you had a fancy script and you were a master at overcoming objections and you pressure, pressure, none of that, none of that. So I want to, I want to just unpack the process a little tiny bit, just on this one listing. Okay. So, So when you said you went to go set up a preview, the, the big question, Joni, is like, well, wait a minute. Well, what did she say to get the preview? How did she get that? So let's talk about the first call first. So mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be totally specific, but what was your approach on the conversation that allowed you to set the appointment in the beginning? I think very much like what you teach in almost script 1.0 of just, you know, there's a new house on the market. I'd love to come see it. I like to see the new homes on the market. Um I work with a lot of buyers and sellers and, and I just want to come see your home. Um, and I did, I did, I did think, I think talk about the backup plan and um, shared that with her, sent that to her via email. And then we went over it that night. But to be honest with you, I don't remember on the initial call, like saying, would you be open to, you know, me right, discussing right. this backup plan? To, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't remember if I said that or not. I really just got in the home and tried to get in front of her. And I had sent it ahead, yeah. so she did get a chance to look at it. And we did talk about it on that first night that I met her. Um, so, but just, again, just, I want to meet you. I want to get in front of you. I want to show you how much I care that's about right. you. Yeah. So that's the focus. And it's funny that you say that, you know, because a lot of people that, that follow me or whatever, they're really interested in like this 2.0, like, how do I get the listing appointment? However, the truth is, the truth is for a lot of years, I was winning business and getting clients just by focusing on getting face-to-face. It was not a fancy script. I just knew that if I could get in front of somebody and I could connect with them, the rest would take care of themselves. And not only that, our top students, the agents that I've coached for a long time, they still use that same approach. They have not transitioned into like our 2.0 script. All they care about is getting on and off a call as quickly as possible to get in front of somebody to show them how much they care. And then over time, they win the business through the relationship. And I think that's how your business model is going to be as well. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I... Yeah, absolutely. I was just... And I remember the second time... That's who you are. Well, the second time I met her, I think, gosh, did they already... She maybe already had said she wanted to, oh, oh, this is what I was going to say, that when you get in front of them, I've, every preview that I've done, when I say at the end of the walk around, or that we walk through the home, right? And I say, hey, can I share with you? I did a little bit of market research. Do you mind if I share with you what I've um, you know, discovered or whatever? Yeah. And every time they let you do that. Absolutely. And so, you, I mean, I've never even said, no, don't share with me. Yeah. 
you know, that information. And so you have a chance right there to talk and share about that with them. And then, so if you haven't in the initial call talked about the for sale by owner backup plan, you have such time there to do that. Um, I would recommend sending it ahead of them, let them start to digest it, right? But then, you know, and then you can answer questions and stuff when you are there. But if for some reason you don't feel like that's still scary to you and you just want to have a preview, it's okay. Like just get that's in front right. of them, bring it with you. And then just share your market report and then share your backup plan. Say, hey, you know, I I respect that you're trying to sell it now, but, it, you know, I just want to show you in case you want to look at other options down the road. Can I share with you a, a business model that I built specifically for for sale by owners? And I then I just it. kind of start to go through it. And, and, you know, if not today, then just keep following up, like you say, you know, and eventually... Like with Jen, my first seller, it's funny, yeah. the next time I met them or saw her, I brought her dog treats yeah. and like, just, just to start building that reciprocity, right? That like, that's right. I care about you. This is what you, you know, this puppy was new in their life. It was a big deal to them. So I thought, how can I show them that I care? And she mm. mentioned to me on the phone that she had for, um, was out of dog treats or something. And I said, you know what, yeah. on my way over there, I'm going to go pick that girl up some dog treats and sure enough. And then here I have her listing and you know, now we're, now I feel like she's my friend. Yeah. It's interesting. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you for hours. It's just so easy. But the thing Mm -hmm. that you just triggered with is in my world, Joni, I have hundreds and thousands of agents saying, what kind of gift can I get somebody? So they'll list their home with me. They're missing it. They are missing it. You didn't think that way. It's because you're so real and you're so authentic that you thought, okay, they got a brand new dog. I'm going to get them a treat. And and it was through that authenticity. It wasn't like you were thinking, okay, what kind of gift should I get strategically that I can just get the listing? See, that's where agents are really missing the boat. They think there's like a trick. They think there's a magic potion or a magic trick that I can teach them that people automatically list their home. I can't teach people to care. And that's really what it's about. So the other thing I want to talk about is, so, so, this will be great for everyone to, to hear. Here's the myth that real estate agents have right now. And it, you know, there's, this is interesting. They think that every single for sale by owner sells on their own. They think there's no way I can get a for sale by owner listing without discounting my commission. And there's no way I can sell a for sale by owner for more money than they were asking. However, all three of those things were true for you. Is that fair and accurate? Yes. Okay. So how much was the for sale by owner asking when you met them? How much were they asking for for sale by owner? They were asking $875. Okay. And you listed um, it at how much? And I listed it at $850. And you got um, under contract at how much? Under contract at $850. Yeah. Like that's what we did. No, no. Um, when you got an offer. Oh, sorry. And then we went, yeah, we got a contract at $889. Wow. Um, again, with two free month red back. So that was another almost 10 grand. So it was just, it was amazing. And again, we're in this crazy market. So I don't know how much credit I can take for that. It's like you get a listing, it feels like you can sell it, but, um, yeah. but yeah, just positioning it and starting at the right price and letting yep. the market drive the price. And that's exactly what happened. So. And certainly you went in there and dropped your commission to nothing. That was the only reason you got it, right? No, no. Exactly. So that's the myth. You didn't discount your commission at all to get the listing. Is that fair? Yeah, she's, she was great. Yeah. She understood like that. 
she she just again she, i think i mentioned this to you she was going through she's going through a lot personally and maybe getting a divorce yeah. and just a lot and she was like i don't want to deal with all of this and i was like i will take yeah. care of everything for you you just take care of what you need to personally i'll get your house sold get you top dollar it'll pay for more than my commission um and, and you did it and you did it on. and we did it so it was so exciting yeah it's been fun. so so that's so cool so now with the skills that you're learning with this strategy that you're learning as you look forward into your real estate career, now moving forward, what are the thoughts you're having? What are some of the goals you're thinking about? What is it that you're looking to accomplish moving forward? Well, it's funny because, you know, everyone's definition of success is different, right? Right, like, right. Some people want to sell 100 homes a year, but I have to be honest right. with you, that's not my goal. I'm yeah. like, I, I just turned 50. I am an empty nester. My husband makes great money. I probably don't even need to work to be honest with you, Brandon. I know I might sound like sure. a spoiled brat, but I, That's I fine. do it because I want to be, I want to contribute. I want to help people. I, I just for my own pride, I want to do good. I want to do well. Right. So for me, because we play a lot of golf, we do a lot of things and I don't want to be the person that's so strict, which, which I don't, for some people, that's great. Right. Like that's what you need yeah. to do. You're a young person, you're their breadwinner. You need to, be disciplined all the way and, and do all these steps. Right. For me, I, I'm blessed that I have a little more flexibility. Like I, I don't, if I didn't make a dime, I would have a great life still. Okay. I'm just yeah. really blessed that way. So that's not what drives me. It's not, sure. I want to make a hundred grand or this much or that much. Like that would be awesome. You know, great. Yeah. Right. You never got too much money. But that's not what drives me. It's more of just my, I think it really is my pride of just being successful at whatever I do. And I love so it. to what? me, that definition of success is that I can still be a wife to my husband. I can have time to, like, this is what I'm struggling with right now, to be honest with you, is the balance because, because yeah. I am becoming this deal junkie and it's so fun. And I'm like, <laughs> man, I could, I could really kick some butt. Like, let's go. I know. Right. Yeah. Like put me in coach. I want to be a first stringer. Let's go. Let's go. But, but I'm finding that my life can quickly go like over to out of balance. And so I don't want to be that person. I don't need to be that person for the people in my life. I need to have that balance. So I, I still prospect. I still, I'm all over for sale by owners. As soon as they come on Zillow, I try to be the first one to call them. I'm all over it. Love it. Um, I, you know, I'm hitting absentee owners. I'm calling them. I'm building a lot of great relationships. That's a little bit Good. of a long-term play, yes. but I, I'm yes. totally still calling them. Um, so, but, but sometimes I'll, I'll stop and my husband and I will go play golf at 11 o'clock in the day. I mean, we have that. Absolutely. And it's, well, you're, you're, that's where you're good. at in your life. I love it's, that, Joan. You just gave me goosebumps. It's where people strive to be. And I feel like I'm there. That's right. I know I'm not maybe yeah. there in myself personally in my business. Like it's not like I built this great, but I, I'm blessed to have a great life. So it's finding the balance for me of having success where I feel good about what I'm doing, that I'm putting in enough time and energy that I feel proud of myself of that can yield some success, but I don't need to sell a hundred homes and I have no desire to sell a hundred homes a year. I don't want to be that busy. I don't want to yep. be that busy. And I know that may be so crazy, but I, so my goal is if like right now, my goal is to send, sell 10 homes this year. And I'm like, if I can sell 10 homes a year at the price point that I am in Southern California, the average in literally over a million dollars is probably the average. And in fact, I was checking on InfoSparks before 
in just Orange County, the MLS, yeah. the average is $1.5 million, Brandon. This this mm. first listing I got was a condo. Again, we almost sold it for $890,000. People who don't live wow. in Southern California are like, are you crazy? The mark, it's so expensive to live here. And so if I sell 10 homes a year, I can make good You're money. You're doing great. Yeah, you make great money. I can I know. make great money. And I can still have a life and I can still have balance and you know, be a good wife to my husband and, and go play golf with my gals at the club and do, do like live the life I want to yeah. live. So I'm finding right now that I I'm trying to navigate that balance of like, okay, how much am I going to work? How much am I going to play? And how much yeah. do I need to work to still have success? So I'm still navigating that as a new agent, but, um, but I've got goals, but I guess they're not huge. But to me, um, I just want to have a happy, successful fulfilling life. And so that's my goal. Yeah. I love it. And, 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 and I, and I agree with you a hundred percent. I mean, there's no right or wrong goals, you know, it's what you are striving to accomplish and that's what's right for you. And to your point, I mean, you do 10 deals a year, that's eight to $10 million in sales volume a year. You're making great money, living a great life. And the thing that just hit me just now, Joni, I've never shared with you until right now is this is what I believe to be true. As you're prospecting, as you're building your confidence and you're building your business, mm-hmm. mark my words, you are going to be an agent that builds your business through referrals from the clients you serve today. And most agents aren't that fortunate. They're not that blessed because they're much more transactional based. Because of how much you care, Joni, every time you help someone move, they are going to tell the world, because you are such a saint to them. You've done such a nice job for them. They, they're not used to that level of, of relationship or service with somebody. And that is where you're going to find, you're going to fall in love with your business because your clients are going to fall in love with you because of how much you do for them. And that's, that's the best way to build a business is you turn a stranger into a friend long-term that actually means something. That's why I'm so excited for you. That's what's going to happen to your business. I hope so. Thank you. That, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Because so prospecting what, what is last... not fun. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's just, it's, it's, it's how we get there. Right. So yeah. uh, it's how we build the business, it's how we build a database. It's how we build our sales pipeline. So that's a great way to segue into, you know, I guess what last pieces of advice would you give to a brand new real estate agent, Joni, who knows they have to prospect, but they're so scared. You know, what would you say to them to help them, you know, take action? Gosh, I wish I could just go do it. Just do it. Like everybody's felt that way. It's normal to feel that way. It's normal to be scared. It's normal to feel like, oh my gosh, they're going to know on the other end that I don't know what the heck I'm doing or all those insecurities that we feel. Right. And it just, The mindset, again, it all goes back to your mindset. You have to believe that you can do this and and you you have to do the work. You have to do the work, but you have to, you can't listen to the lies of insecurities of that you're not enough, that you never will be good at this, that all those insecurities that rise up in us, you have to shut them down and you have to start filling them with positive stuff. And so reading good books, listening to people that support you, things you tell yourself is probably the most important thing. Get up and start That's speaking right. out loud things over your life that's successful, that you are, you are enough. And just, you just got to do it. You got to go over the fear. You got to conquer it. 
and just, and know that, know that you're going to have failure and it's okay that all the greats have failed. They've all failed until they get to success. And so it's totally normal. Um, but just have the courage to, to overcome that and just pick up the phone and fail forward. You know, I love it. it. Just, you just got to do it. It's great advice. I mean, no one that's ever succeeded past or, or went around failure. Failure is part of the process. Absolutely. And just know that if you know that going in, you know, it's just, it's our pride. Yeah. We want to, we don't want to fail. We don't want to feel failure. And it's like, yeah, I don't, like you said, I don't know if there's a way around it. You just got to go through it. There's not, you got to go through it. And, and yeah. the thing that I always tell people is every day when you wake up, it's like, do the hard things first. And yeah. race to that first prospecting phone call as fast as you can. Get it out of the way because as soon as you make the first call, yeah. everything everything else is fine. You're like, okay, I got this. I'm good now. Mm-hmm. And and the advice I also give too is like maybe your first couple of calls are the easiest ones. Maybe they're to a, a good friend, a past client, mm-hmm. uh, a, a current mm-hmm. client, where you have a nice conversation to get in the rhythm. It's like stretching before you work out, yeah. you know, and that's what yeah. I say, race to that first call and make the first three or five calls, easy ones. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it is, yeah. it's like working out. Like if, once you do it, that's right. You're so glad once you you're at the it. gym, you're fine. Once yeah. you're at the gym, you're your fine. And when you leave, yeah. that's right. Yeah. It's so and when good. you leave the gym, you nailed it. When you leave, you're um, like, oh, I feel so much better. Why can't I do this every day? Yes. I know, right? Amazing. Why don't we just do what we're supposed uh, to do every know. day? I know. It's crazy. It's so thank you so much, Joni. This is so amazing. You dropped so much value today. You know, if agents are inspired and they want to connect with you, can they find you on Facebook or Instagram? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I know you're going to again be mad at me about this. I'm not a huge video yeah. and I know I need to do better at it. There's so many things I need to do better, but yeah, I mean, I'm on, I'm on Insta and I'm on Facebook and, um, Perfect. I have a business page on Facebook and, um, yeah, I'm starting to put more and more out there and, and I'm trying to grow in that area too. You know, we're always growing. So, um, but yeah, I know absolutely. I would love to help anybody that I can encourage them to in their journey. Cause, and, and I can't emphasize enough again to hook up with you. If these are people that are not in your program already, it's just, it'll be the best money you ever spent. I mean. Oh, well, thank you. So, I mean, that means a lot. And and thank you for being such a great student and being so coachable and caring the way you do for, for your family and, so and for the people in our group. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, we're talking about life here, you know, so it's okay. I love that about you. Well, I just, I and feel so blessed I wanna, to have found yeah. you. I feel blessed to have found yeah. you in this group because everybody's so supportive and and you care so much too, Brandon. I mean, so many coaches, it's just about the money and the, you know, another person yep. and da, da, da. And you're just so sincere and. Well, <laughs> thank you so much. much. I mean, you, well, true. listen, you, you make it emotional for me too, Joni, because, you know, I've really turned this into my life's work and, um, I know, and you should be proud it's of why I do what I do. Yeah. Thank you you're so amazing. much. You're amazing at what you do. So thank you. I really appreciate that, Joni. And um, I'm excited to do this again in a year. And I'm yeah. so excited for your future, you know, and uh, I want to congratulate you for, for getting into this business and going through everything you've gone through in your life and overcoming fears and insecurities and going out there in one of the toughest markets in the world and winning. So congratulations to, to you. you. You should be very proud. I know your husband probably is very proud. I'm sure your kids are very proud. And I just want you to keep pushing yourself 
and keep growing and keep getting better. And uh, we'll do this again in a year. So thank you so much, Joni, for, for doing this with us today. Thank you, Brandon, for having me. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.